like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against Him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. And I want you to go with me into your Bible to the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to John. And commencing at the 16th verse. John's Gospel chapter 15. Commencing at verse 15 and 17. Verse 15, 16 and 17. Okay, probably going to go through 19. John 15, chapter verses 15 through 19. If you're there, say, I have it. All right, and I'm reading. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. I want to talk to you from that 16th verse. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. We are chosen by the Lord. Can I hear somebody else say that? To choose means to pick out. It means to make choice of. It means to embrace with love, kindness, and with favor. To choose means that God Almighty has made a choice of us and of you. And the choice was made a very long time ago. So you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and have ordained you. I have set you out for a specific purpose, for a specific reason. That you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. The Lord wants us to tell other people about him. Somebody needs to know that Jesus saves. And that your fruit should remain, that 
whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. So we pray to God in Jesus' name. We don't pray to the Holy Ghost. Ain't no need of trying to get up here and be all cute. Now, Holy Spirit, come. You're all out of order. Just pray to God and he'll send what we need. But this is what I want to deal with. God's purpose for our lives. When we talk about chosen, we're chosen for his purpose. And God has a purpose for all of our lives. That purpose unfolds as we live a life filled with faith, a life that pleases Almighty God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that believeth that God is, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently, persistently seek him. That word chosen in the Greek is the word ekligo, E-K-L-E-G-O. It means to pick out. It means to select. It means to choose for oneself. Now notice this. Not necessarily rejection of what is not chosen, but choosing with the subsidiary ideas of kindness or favor of love. So when God made choice of us, it did not mean that he rejected all those over there. It means that the emphasis is on the fact that he chose you. He chose you to put his favor upon. Because grace is favor. huh? I don't know who's following you, but goodness and mercy is back there. Can I get a witness in here? So when we talk about being chosen, God chose us with loving kindness and with tender mercies. Has he drawn us? God is the God of love. He loves you more than you or I or we or us could ever imagine. Because his love has the power to surpass our own ability to understand it. When we talk about being chosen, God, when he chose us, he chose us way back then before the foundation of the world was laid. I know in this economy and time in which we're now living, a lot of young people, a lot of old folk that have thrown their lives away and at this late date, one foot on a banana peel and other one in the grave trying to figure out what was I living for or why was I here. Oftentimes, that revelation only comes when people are on their deathbed and then they're wondering, how did I miss all of this? Well, we got to understand that God chose us. He chose us way back in the dim known past before he ever made heaven or before he ever made earth. See, God made the heavens and the earth. But we came from him. We were not a sperm. We were not a sperm until we were put into a human being. So God made choice of us. And that's why when Jesus came, he said, listen, don't get it twisted. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I ordained you. And we're getting ready in a few minutes to go all the way back and take a look at that. Because we are chosen by the Lord. We have favor on our lives. We have God's love in our hearts. And with loving kindness and tender mercies has he drawn us. See, God's love looks beyond our faults and sees and then act to meet our needs. God's love is not phileo. Phileo is brotherly love. You put up with me, I put up with you. You don't put up with me, I don't put up with you. That's the kind of stuff that we have lowered our standards to get involved in doing. See, if you're born again, 
then the spirit of the living God is in your heart and shared abroad. The spirit of the living God is the agape or agapeo love. That's the kind of love that keeps on keeping on and nothing can stop it from loving. And I think when we get all pissed off and real mad, what we have the tendency to do is to drop down from agapeo or agape love, the God kind of love. We drop down from that just to get even. And see, when we do that, we're losing space, we're losing time, and we're going backwards. Even in the book of Revelation, the Holy Spirit told John, come up higher. I need some help in here. We, we have to come up higher and let his love abide in our hearts. And don't go low with phileo, you put up with me, I'm not putting up with you and all that. All that is not what we've been called to. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Say that back to me, please. Okay, so we were chosen by him. And to those of you that suffer things in the place you go to make your money and in the world out there, you need to remember, if the world hates Jesus, then they're not going to love us. Because they hated him before they hated us. How can you hate somebody that's causing you to breathe, putting food on your table, clothes on your back, shoes on your feet? But people find a way to hate God. So those of you that's got this big falling out where you work and where you go and where you talk about the Lord and where they're trying to shut you down, you should not be trying to talk about the Lord while you're working. Because he giveth, the devil taketh. So you got to have godly wisdom. So now go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Chosen in him for his purpose. Amen. Tell your neighbor, God got a purpose for your life. Okay, and it's big and beautiful too. Oh yeah, it's big and beautiful. These little storms we go through, baby, just kick them to the curve and walk on the water. Hallelujah. Are you in Ephesians chapter 1, starting at verse 3 through 6? Let us read. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, through which he hath made us accepted in the beloved or in the body of Christ. Now look back, if you will, at verse 4. According as he has chosen us, God has, in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy, sanctified, set aside for his exclusive use and for his exclusive purpose. Now, let's go back into the dim known past. Before God ever made anything that was made, before he created the heaven and the earth, God made choice of us. Now check this out. We were not a sperm. We didn't get to be that until we were put into a man who at first was a little boy that grew up to be a man. 
and cohabitated with our mother, and we were conceived, and then we were born. So Jesus said you must be what? Born again, because that was the only way that we could get into the earth realm was through the birth canal. And Jesus followed that same pattern. So now stay with me right quick. So what then were we when God chose us or made choice of us before the foundation of the world? I tell you what we were. We were an idea. We were a thought. And that's why it's a beautiful thing to be understanding that it's a blessing that God didn't let your daddy, when he was a little boy, get run over by the yellow school bus. He chose us and put us in a man's loins and then into a woman's womb, and then we were born. But that wasn't good enough. We must be born again. But the purpose of God for allowing us to get born into the earth realm is to get born again and then proceed forward from there the rest of our lives to fulfill his purpose and calling on our lives. I'm going to deal with a little bit of that later. I don't want to just promise you this and that. I plan on, you know, delivering it. So when we think about the things you need today, you may be short on money. You may be short on a lot of other things. God got that covered too. Look at verse 3. Blessed. That didn't say, you know, depressed. That said blessed. What is blessed? Blessed is to stand underneath the overflow. Blessed is to be happy. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So I'm already blessed. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Let me see if I can, if I can explain that right quick. Trying to get a lot in here right quick. So, these glasses, those shoes, that blouse, that shirt, that suit was first spiritual. God put it in the mind of somebody to make it. So, I submit to you that the things you possess right now, the things that the Lord has blessed you with, they were first spiritual. And then they became material blessings. So he hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God said in another place, you ask me for something, I don't have it, I'll make it for you. He's just that kind of friend. Can I get a witness at the house? So when we understand that we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Look at verse 5. Having predetermined or predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to God himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Can you say I'm adopted? See, every child of God is adopted. That's the only way you can get into God's family. So everyone that's in his family had to be born again. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So we came from a human family, and then God put us by the new birth into his spiritual family. And the only way for that to happen is that he had to adopt us. Can you say, I'm adopted? I'm adopted. You know, so, so that makes you special. Any child physically that's been adopted, you ought to consider yourself blessed that somebody wanted you. Amen. Somebody wanted you. Now chosen or be being selected 
must come with an understanding that God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost, these three are one, agreed on choosing you. See, there's no division in the Godhead. And I'm happy to announce God doesn't walk around all day mad at you. Can I get a witness in here? God doesn't walk around mad at you. He chose you when you were an idea. Assigned you to your daddy's loins. Placed you into your mother's womb. She carried you on that nine-month nature train and then delivered you into a world like this, but God caught up with you. Oh, I need no help right here. God, see, see, God caught up with you. You know where you were when he flagged you down. So the purpose of being called is for us to come out of darkness and into his marvelous light so that God can formulate our character and develop us to be who he called us to be. Now, don't get upset, but I'm going to say it. When we were chosen, I'm talking about the born again, I was this color. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sarah Jane God chose for me my ethnicity God chose for me my gender God chose for me my daddy God chose for me my mama, and put me in a family. So why am I apologizing for this paint job? Huh? Ain't no color greater than any other color because God made all these colors. Let that sink deep into your ears because some people are trying to change themselves, even their sex, their gender, They're trying to change all that. No. You took a short turn and got off the road before God explained it to you. You took a wrong turn. Trying to be another gender and that's not what God intended for you. Check the equipment. The equipment cannot lie. Ain't nothing more powerful in this world than a beautiful, strong man. If it is anything more powerful and more beautiful, it's a beautiful woman. And it doesn't matter what color, just be a woman. Just be a man about it. But somewhere in between is confusion. So God chose my color, my gender, He chose all of that. So to try to make it and change it is an offense. 
to the creator. That has to be understood. And the only way that anyone can settle down in the body they're in is to accept what God has already done. And once you do that, it's time now for you to go to work. Called, chosen, predetermined, predestinated to be placed in the body of Christ in this earth realm. So man's extremity is God's opportunity. That's why God allows some of us to hit the wall. Then we try to figure out what happened. God said, because you tried to do it without me, so you hit the wall. Now, how may I help you? See, God stands at the wall right before man goes into eternity. God stands at that wall with the spatula. He does a lot of scraping every day right off that wall. We cannot make this journey by ourselves. We don't have all the sense that we need to look into the future, but God does. If any like wisdom, ask God. Called. Let's look at a few folk that were called. A lot of people think the only calling is to the pulpit. No, we're called to serve. We're called to sing. We're called to usher. We're called to help. In Genesis, the 12th chapter. Now remember, chosen means to be personally handpicked. You know, like some people would handpick their successor. Yeah. But this is just so beautiful to me that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him. We're set aside not to be acting and living like the world. We're in the world, but not of the world. So we have to march to a different drumbeat. If I came to Jesus and I was broke and didn't know what to do with my money and I accepted him and I'm born again, now I need to find out what are the rules that govern the kingdom. Because I'm in the kingdom now. So my lifestyle ought to reflect the fact that what? I'm in the kingdom now. So if I seek him first, then he will show me his order. Okay, let's look at the call on the life of our father Abraham. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. Are you there? Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation... And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 70 and five years old when he departed out of Haran. So you see, God called Abraham. And God, when he called him, he told him, what he wanted him to do. Now that was a call to lead a whole nation of people and to understand that out of his loins there would come generations of people and all families would be blessed as a result of Abraham's seed. 
And Abraham's seed is Christ. You got that? So here, God is calling a man, and out of him many nations would come. But he was 75 years old when the call came. He was 175 years old when he died. Abram walked with God 100 years. And some of us are scuffling just to get another day done. You know why? It's partial commitment. Partial commitment is total sin. So at some point, those of us that have been called out of darkness need to understand that God has a purpose and a reason for calling me. I'm going I'm to read that to you too, but not right now. Then there was another call that came. God called Moses. Go to the book of Exodus chapter 3. These are the greatest men in the Bible. And people always want to talk about, ain't no man going to tell me what to do. Well, you can't be, you can't be pastored. I'm sorry, you, you're not a candidate to be pastor. See, because we need to realize our lives are not our own. We've been bought with a price. Can I get a witness up in here? In the book of Exodus, the third chapter. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. FC 2669 FC 2669 is available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Now the question is, will I do his will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans. 
verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.